Salutations to all the nations, and welcome to Can You Rewind That, That, That. So, today, we're going to do a quick episode, actually. Not going to be too long, and it's actually going to be a throwback. Now, let me build this up. But before we get into the episode at hand, we'll go over the preliminaries and all the house rules. So, we'll get right into it right here, right now, okay? So, if you guys are interested in food, if you guys care about food and you want to learn more about food in the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area, for those who don't reside in that area, you can follow me at Some Suave Food. That is Some Suave Food. And you can get all the information on my IG. If you want to suggest anything, and you want to converse about different shows and whatnot, underscore DD, the suave kid. That is underscore DD, the suave kid on IG. Hit me up there. And if you are into fashion, suave kid TV on YouTube. And of course, yes, of course, you guys can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And it helps with the writing of the show. If you want to follow me on Spotify, of course, whatever podcast platform you so choose to use is all up to you. It's your world. The world is yours, as a poet named Nazir said. So it's all up to you guys what you want to do. But I just ask of you, make sure you share this with your family and friends. And of course, like I said before at the beginning, make sure you just hit me up if you want to converse. If you have any comments, concerns, assertions, or even questions, hit me up over there. All right, so today we're going to be talking about this show called Smart Guy. Now, with this throwback series, I'm going to pick an episode that I think would resonate with the audience or might shed light on other issues that transpire in the world today. So I just, like, when it comes to new shows, I'll do the first episode because it's a first watch for me and you guys. But for shows I've already watched from start to finish, I'll pick an episode that I think has some good values or not necessarily has to have good values, but I think it is the most impactful episodes. So this one is Smart Guy. Now, if you guys don't know the premise, let me build it up for you. So essentially, this is a boy genius before Jimmy Neutron. Some of y'all get that reference. Others will not. He's around 10 years old, smarter than all his friends, so he gets to skip a grade and go to high school with his older sister, Yvette, and his younger brother. Oh, his older brother, Marcus, which is Yvette's younger brother, okay? So there's also uh, other characters in the show, like Mackie, but the main cast is basically Mo, which is played by Omar Gooding's little brother. No, Omar Gooding, which is... um. Cuba Gooding's little brother. And that one and that was interesting because I didn't really know they were brothers until I was older because I didn't I just didn't know. But it was cool to see like how involved that Gooding family is because their father was actually in the main ingredient, which is a band in the 70s. And you guys know the song Everybody Plays the Fool. So his dad, their dad, was the lead singer in that band. So it's it's interesting to see that all these things come together, mesh together well. 
And the main character, TJ Taj Maori, which is the Maori twins' little brother. So you guys know Tia and Tamara, of course. Like, one of the most iconic twins in Hollywood to this very day. And I need to start bringing more twins back, okay? I grew up with the Olsons. I grew up with the Maoris. grew up with the Sprouse twins. So they need to bring twins back. We need to see more twins in Hollywood. That's what I want to see. That's my wish for the next decade. Bring bring back more twins in Hollywood. I know there's a lot more in, like, fashion, but I want to see it in Hollywood now. But overall... It's interesting just to see the show. This was a show that started in 1997, a year or so, a year before I was born. And it holds up today. I'll tell you that much. A lot of the jokes in the show hold up today. It is not originally a Disney show. It was produced by Danny Callis and created by Danny Callis. And it was on the UPN network which is like a black network, which was equal to, it was under C, the CW, but it was equal to pretty much your uh, BET. However, they also showed like wrestling as well. So it was just like Friday Night Smackdown at the time. But it was a wave where a lot of the black sitcoms were on, like, Moesha and the Parkers and all that stuff. And they were one of the shows that were on there. And it was cool to see black people in a regular, normal setting. They're in a suburb in Washington, single father this time, which is cool to see because nobody really gives Floyd um, Patterson, not Patterson, that's a boxer, but Floyd Henderson, the credit that he deserves raising a family of the three by himself after his wife died and also taking care of Mo, which is basically his third son because Mo was always over there and he was like a father figure to Mo because Mo was adopted, All right? So it's interesting to see the dynamic between those guys. My favorite characters in the show, obviously Marcus and Mo. Like I wanted to be Marcus, be like Marcus, should I say, when I was older. I thought he had the swag, and he was cool. He was funny, all that stuff. So I was, I always looked up to Marcus, and the actor who plays him also played uh, Simba, young Simba on Lion King, Jason Weaver, and he was also in ATL, the movie. And he's quite the singer as well. And he also played kid version of Michael Jackson in, like, the American Band uh, documentary of the Jackson, Jackson family. So it or should I say biopic of the Jackson family. But it was very interesting to see all these things work together and how great that show was and how great that show is. And it's one of my favorite black sitcoms of all time. It's probably my top five because I can watch it anytime and not get tired of it because it's just well-written. And like they got away when they end up selling it over to Disney Disney didn't change anything or tell them to like tailor it in. It was still unapologetically. It was still unapologetic and black. And at the same time, it wasn't overdone either. 
Like, it wasn't written in a way where it's like, you know what, you guys know what I'm talking about. It wasn't written in a way where it was tacky or corny or they kind of made it seem like it was a, like trying to overdo it and make it too black where it's not tasteful because it's not how black people act genuinely. It's just like a caricature of how people would view black people. So that's why I appreciated that. Uh, I think Susan DeBass is one of the producers on the show, which, which is grateful because now that you have black women and black men producing stuff, it makes it easier to hold your integrity and to show the world how black people actually act and like, instead of looking through it from like a white exec's uh, point of view because it's not really as true when they do it, in my opinion. And a lot of other people would agree with me, but and there might be some that disagree, but overall, love the show. Would highly recommend you guys watch it. If you haven't, most of you guys who are in my age group probably have. Even my parents have, but it goes figures because of the shows I watch. They watched it with me, and they like the show too. And my thing is, if an adult can watch a show and not feel like it, their intelligence is being insulted, then it's a good show. But like I said, the only reason why it wasn't like a traditional Disney sitcom is because it didn't start from Disney. It started from UPN, which was basically like your regular sitcom, like a Fresh Prince with NBC or a Martin with HBO. So honestly, this episode resonates with me a lot because of the time period that it came in. It came into the late 90s where the internet was starting to take off and then they had different chat rooms. So the title of this this episode is Strangers on the Net and... It follows TJ and his friend, I think Kayla, follows them too because they're trying to get this video game. So that was the main prop plot. I think the underplot, if I'm not mistaken, was with uh, Marcus and Mo, and um, them getting into shenanigans. I forgot what it was exactly in the show, but... It, the main one that I wanted to focus on is, like, TJ's plot. Oh, okay, I've got it. So, basically, Mo, Marcus, and Yvette bought a hoopty. Okay, if you guys don't know what a hoopty is, it's like a broken-down car. And they're trying to soup it up because they need the car and they want to drive the car. So, they all put in money towards it and then they're trying to struggle to see who gets to drive the car after they fix it so that's the underplot but tj and his friend kayla i believe were trying to just get sorry about that but they're just trying to get to get some games and their parents don't want to buy it for them because it's too expensive of course a lot of us dealt with that okay i dealt with that too like my parents saying yo 50 dollars for one game you must for mud like yeah crazy and it's funny now because like if you look at the games they cost like 80 bucks for like ps2 no ps5 and ps4 games and i wouldn't even pay that for myself 
And then again, I guess my tastes have changed because I don't play video games as often. And most of the games that a lot of people like to play now are for free. So it's interesting to see that change. But in my opinion, in my humble, humble opinion, I guess maybe when I'm older, I'll say the same thing. But, or maybe I won't because like video games are lucrative now because I have streaming and all that stuff. So I might be different. So future Darius, if you're listening to this back, which I think you will be, just make sure that you hold true to what you said right now. But um, going back to the episode at hand, so they can't find a game for a good price. They end up going onto these chat rooms, finding somebody. Then they found somebody that sells bootleg games, all right? So that's the first red flag in the episode. So they found some kid in a kid's chat room thinking that, hey, yo, when I sell bootleg games. So the guy goes up, TJ says, okay, we can go get it, but we just got to get some money. So he ends up finessing his sister and brother and Mo into helping them fix the car because they have car problems. So he was helping them fix them. And then you charge them a couple fees. And then, like, sometimes you'll upcharge them so he can get some free lunch for him and and his friend. So it's just cool to see that. So he ends up meeting up with the person. And it turns out it's a grown man in the chat room. And the grown man kind of manipulates them, saying, like, the only reason why, like, I'm in the chat room with kids because I'm just a huge fan of games and like most adults don't like video games kids do so that's why so that's how he framed it the first time around when he sold them the games so that went fine it was in a public play so he couldn't really do too much to them in that environment which was smart on there and for talking about the kids because now they're in a public place, so it's not that bad. Like, nothing, they, nothing could really happen to them, but in real life, something could have happened to them. But what ends up happening, they get the game, they like the game, they keep in contact with the guy, and then they told him to meet him at their house for just to see his place, all the games that he has. And all this sort of stuff. And then that's where it kind of goes downhill. And you meet the climax because now he's saying, okay, you can't really tell your parents all that stuff because they might not like it. Da, 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 da. Like, if you're my friend, you won't do anything. Like, look what I've done for you. Trying to manipulate the kids into doing these things. And it's crazy because a lot of this stuff happens. And this is like in 1997, they're talking about like strangers on the net and all that stuff and it's kind of sad because this stuff happens to this very day like a couple a prominent youtuber and i think a rapper got in trouble because they were trying to coerce younger women to meet them up and it happens all the time so i'm actually grateful for some of these um uh content creators who go and pretend to be young girls young guys in order to catch this predator it's basically basically like to catch a predator like the tv show but people are doing it in on like instagram and youtube and exposing them and detaining them 
so the police can come and arrest them to see because a lot of this stuff happens and obviously young kids are naive and gullible and sometimes they just want attention other times they just don't know what's happening who's on the other side of the phone so it's good that there's some people with integrity who are willing to call these individuals out so at the end of the day going back to the episode they go back to the guy's house he shows them around and all that stuff type of stuff and um he's talking about a game like a surfer game so in the game they're like okay it's not he was saying it was not realistic because they live in Washington, like, oh, you can't, you can't do all that stuff with your your clothes on. So he starts to ask them like to take off their shirts and whatnot in the episode, and uh, they're kind of hesitant. The kids kind of know like that's kind of weird. Why would you ask me to do that? And then he starts to show them pictures of other people who done that, right? And then they're saying, and he's trying to disarm them, saying, "Hey, it's okay, it's okay, it's fine. Like other people have done it before." Like, you don't have to worry about anything. Like, I'll show you pictures and all that stuff. And TJ being the smart one that he is, he's like, nah, that's not a good idea. Like, you're just coming. I think her name is Karen, actually, not Kayla. She's like, no, she's coming over to my house for dinner. Like, we don't need to do all that stuff. And then right before he leaves, he's like, yeah, don't tell anybody. Don't tell your parents. And then he just ran off and took off. And then um, what was interesting later on, in that episode is like TJ was kind of hiding it and he was moving a little bit differently and his dad picked up on it right away, which is cool to see because sometimes parents don't pick up on things right away and it's not really their fault because they're just human beings, but sometimes they're not, they're not picking on things right away. And then he asked him what was wrong. And then finally TJ confessed and got the gentleman in trouble. Right. And then comes to find out he does this all the time and he was on parole and he kind of went over his probation in that regard. So he ended up going back to Joe in that regard. And then people were cheering TJ on for telling the truth, but TJ still felt weird, still felt out of place in that regard, still felt like he did something wrong for even going there in the first place, which he did. But luckily it only went, so far because if TJ wasn't fast enough something bad could have really happened which shows you how dangerous the internet can be because of anonymity like you don't know who is who you're talking to per se that's why I said you gotta be careful who you're talking to on the net most of the people that you should talk to unless if you converse with them over a long period of time when you have mutual friends like it's kind of like a random stranger that's fine because like even for me like when it comes to arguing people on, online with arguing with people online i'm pretty hesitant because i don't even know who i'm talking to sometimes it's just bots sometimes some random joe schmo like i don't care like that but it can be dangerous especially for a child because they don't know that much about the repercussions of what could happen because what if the first time they he kidnapped them right what if he said hey guys follow me to my car i'll show you like i'll show you the games in the back of my trunk and he took them over so like this situation 
although it's still bad, there's other situations that go worse. And before they used to say, don't talk to strangers in public or whatever. And like, don't, they used to preach about like, if you don't know them, per- those persons and they're not around your, like your family, you've never seen them before, then you just stay away from them. That's the one thing. But now you're talking about a 45 year old man who's portraying to be a 15, no, I think he was younger than that, trying to be like a 10 year old kid selling bootleg games. Right, so it's interesting how this episode has a, a good serious tone to it, and it shows you and highlights what can definitely happen on the internet. And this was in 1997, yo. This is in 1997. This is not even like 2011. This is 1997, right before. Like when they had the chat rooms, like Answer FM or what's it called? No, Ask FM. Sorry. And then they had like MSN and MySpace, but not at that time they didn't. But when I was growing up, those were like the main outlets and YouTube was coming up, which was cool. But it was mainly just like chat rooms and boardrooms and all that stuff. And, um, now, like, social media is full-fledged. Like, you have, you're listening to me on your phones or your laptops, your tablets, whatever it may be, on whatever um device you want to use it on, whatever server you want to listen to it on, and whatever country you want to listen to it on. So, you don't know who I am, what I look like. Well, you guys do now because I'm telling you, like, my socials and all that stuff. But that's only because I have a presence. But I don't know everybody who's listening to this. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting to see how vast it's changing and how hard it is. I know back then it was a lot harder to prove it. Now you can kind of figure it out if you're tech savvy. But this just shows you that as a young person, forget about being a child. But as a young person or even an older person, you still have to take your precautions when it comes to the internet because you don't know who you're talking to. And then like number two, as if you're a parent or when you become a parent, you have to be even more precaution, precautious because kids are naive. They don't know and they might not say anything to you because they feel like they can handle it on their own or whatnot. So you have to be careful. I don't think that kids should have free access to the internet. I think that they should have, um, what's it called? The internet blockers and they should have um, ask, um, access keys or codes that the parent has to put in in order for them to watch certain things because the internet like is a crazy place. It's like the wild, wild west. That's what it should be called. The wild, wild west instead of the world wide web because anything goes on the internet. Like you can end up in places that you didn't think you would be and even when uh, growing up, there was a whole thing about catfishing. It's not that bad anymore because, like, nowadays, like, you can kind of catch it on your own. You don't need uh, the boys from Catfish from from MTV, like Max and Neeb or whatever the man's name is. You don't need those mans anymore. You can kind of do it on your own. But it just goes to show you not everything is what it seems according to what Selena sang in her song for Wizards of Women Plays. Like, nothing is what it seems in real life. Sometimes, because it's virtual reality, we think it is one way, but it's not like that all the time. 
right? It's not like that all the time. So we got to make sure we're on our P's and Q's and then we know what we're doing when it comes online. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode because I enjoyed making it for you. If you are a fan of the show, what you do with this episode, you share it with your family and friends. If you care about the show, man, come on, dog. You guys do like the show. I know it for a fact. I know it within my own heart. So make sure you share this with you if you care about the show. And of course, this is your boy, Dears D, and I'm signing off once again. So we all just chill, just chill till the next episode. Why? Because your boy, DD, is definitely out of here.